Oh, you know what that sound is? The sound is me uh, drinking too much. That's a good sound, right? For a Sunday morning. Isn't that what every Sunday morning is supposed to sound like? Oh, okay. So, welcome to the Mad Mountain podcast or Mountains of Madness. Um, boy, I have really thought about this first episode way too much. I've put way too, too much time into to thinking about what I, I, uh, what I think people want to hear and what I think I should talk about on here. And it, it hit me all of a sudden about 20 minutes ago, uh, that I, that I just need to, to stop thinking about it and just, just put this, this first episode down. So it's, uh, it's Sunday morning. Um, right after the September um, Monsterama, the drive-in Monsterama in Vandergrift, PA, um, I got a chance to go check that out on Friday night. So I'm going to talk about that here in a few minutes. I think uh, you guys would definitely be interested in hearing about that if you're listening to this. Uh, and I have a few thoughts on some new horror movies that I've had a chance to uh, to sit down and, and, and look at recently. So before we get into any of that, though, um, before we we even talk about the first movie, let's let's talk about what this is and and why you're you're listening to this. Um, so you probably heard about this podcast through my other podcast, uh, which is Proud Meat. Uh, Go Proud Meat. The Proud Meat team uh, loves loves our audience. And uh, we're actually starting to get a little bit of an audience right now, which is really, really cool. And we love you guys to death. So if, if you found me through Proud Meat, sweet. If you didn't find me through Proud Meat, go over there and check out Proud Meat as well. It's a little bit different than this. Uh, it's it's uh, significantly more not safe for work. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit more... Uh, uh, so I don't know. It's a little more comedy related than than this is. Uh, you'll still hear some horror reviews. You'll still hear us talk about horror movies, but you'll also hear us talk about uh, a lot of other stuff. Um, this this podcast is me a little more disarmed, a little more uh, a little more myself. So I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So I I wanted to start this podcast. If you if you read uh, anything on on the the page that we created for it on Twitter, uh, anything like that, you're, you're going to see that it's going to be about hillbillies talking about horror. And where I'm from is a passion for me. I'm from the state of West Virginia, specifically the southern part of the state of West Virginia, uh, right around the, uh, the Kentucky border. Um, I lived there for... Uh, a good 13 years of my life, um, and I moved north, and now I live in the Morgantown area in northern West Virginia. Um, love it, man. I, I love the mountains. I love the culture. I love the people. Um, I love to get out and, and be out in the woods. Um, I, I'm a hunter. Uh, you know, all that stuff. I, I When I was growing up, I, I never understood that there could be an overlap in people who live that rural lifestyle who hunt and fish and believe it or not even listen to country music and and then watch horror movies and want to talk about horror movies and want to dissect horror films and it was always odd to me growing up that a lot of horror movies um they center around the unknown right or the unknown for for some people so if you watch uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for instance, that is uh, very much a horror movie for people that live 
in cities, right? They're, they're scared to death of what lurks down the back roads in, in rural America. Uh, you, you watch, uh, you know, God forbid, wrong turn, right? You watch wrong turn and wrong turn. It's the same thing. Uh, you watch the hills have eyes. It's the same story um, over and over again. It's all, and not, not, not to... To, to say those aren't good movies, they're great movies, right? But even like Friday the 13th, uh, The Burning, all of these movies are about fear of the unknown. And the unknown is rural America, right? The unknown for American audiences, it, it seems to be rural America, even though the majority of this country lives in rural America. So the scary part of those movies never came from location for me because it's, it's where I'm from, right? I'm, I'm from those back roads. I'm from, uh, those, those places that are scary to other people. Uh, when I go out and hunt, I go out at 5 AM, right? I'm, I'm out two, three hours before the sun even comes out, finding a good spot, uh, checking, you know, checking trails, uh, you know, getting things ready. Uh, when I go fishing, I get up at six in the morning and I'm sometimes on those back roads, um, heading to, you know, middle of nowhere streams to go do some native brook trout fishing. Um, and, and I'm all alone out there. And to some people that's horror. <laughs> I, I started to realize that for some people that's horror. Um, and I, I think uh, I think a lot of folk horror, uh, you know, centers around that fear of the unknown, that fear of the countryside. Um, and I think it's it's going to be um, kind of fun to start to dissect horror a little bit from the eyes of rural, uh, the eyes of an or of, of a rural Appalachian. And that's that's what this podcast is going to be for. It's going to be a chance for me to to dissect horror um, coming from a rural background coming from, um, a place that's a little different. Right. And I, I am going to talk about where I'm from a lot and I'm going to talk about, um, movies set in the country a lot. And I'm going to talk about, uh, country music a lot because I, when I said I like country music, I, I don't know how many people just turned off and, and just said, you know what? I'm not listening to this. Fuck this shit. Uh, right. They're like, no, fuck. I, I'm not listening to that. Um, that's okay. That's fine. But I need I need you to understand that when I say I love country music, I'm I'm not talking about country radio. Um, I'm I'm talking about honest to goodness. Um, sit down and 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 write something from your heart country music. I'm talking about uh, Tyler Childers. If you've ever uh, had a chance to listen to him, if you haven't, go find Tyler Childers. Go find John Moreland. Um, go find. Uh, the Turnpike Troubadours go f and I'll, I'll put a whole list up of these guys. Cause I'm, I'm going to try to feature an artist, um, you know, every other episode or so where I, you know, recommend some, uh, maybe an album or a song that you guys go check out, uh, to maybe get you know, a little more in touch with, uh, rural America, specifically with, with Appalachia, which is again, where I'm from. And it's, it's my, my great love is where I'm from. Uh, I, I, again, I love horror movies. I love country music, but at the end of the day, I just love being from the mountains of Appalachia. And I'm, I'm going to do everything I can on this podcast to, uh, to call out 
all things Appalachian, uh, to call out all things rural America. We're going to talk about country music, and then at the and then at the end of the day, the reason you're here is we're going to talk about fucking horror movies, right? That that's what you're here for. We're going to talk horror. Um, I'm going to bring on some guests from time to time uh, that we can talk horror with. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to you know talk about the horror movies that I'm working on. Um, I'm going to talk about the horror movies that my friends are working on. Uh, we're even going to talk about uh, horror TV and horror gaming. We're going to get into all of it. And we're going to tie it all back to, like I said, that rural uh, perspective. So I, I think if you guys will stick around with me, um, you're going to get a lot out of this that you never, you never thought you would see. So hopefully this hasn't been too dry for you guys, because I promise we're getting into uh, the movies here in just a minute, okay? We're going to get into it in just one minute. I got a few things I do want to talk about. Um, but I also want to say, um, you need to... Uh, you need to go follow us on Twitter because when I talk on here, I'm going to talk about movies and I may put, you know, trailers and things on there. Um, I do not have a Facebook page or anything yet. Uh, I don't know that I want one. Uh, Facebook is, is kind of getting a little... Uh, obnoxious for me. So I'll say this, follow me on Twitter. You'll be able to listen on Spotify, um, anchor all of those, uh, all of those websites where you normally find podcasts. Uh, make sure you tune in and listen on any and all of those. Okay. So what, what I'm going to get into now is I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, what I've been up to, you know, what I've been watching, what I've been doing. So um, I have added a lot to my collection recently. Um, so one one call out that I'll make is if you don't have it yet, go find the new re-release of the Vincent Price Collection 1. Um, it's got a movie in it that I'm going to talk about at length once uh, I get a chance to re-watch it um, within the next week or two, which is uh, The Witchfinder General, but that box set... Um, has the alternate version of it, which is the Conqueror Worm, the U.S. release of it. Um, and I, I really want to get into that and talk about that. Um, I think it'll be a ton of fun um, for, for us to uh, kind of go back and forth on. Um, I'll, like I said, I'm on Twitter all the time. I would love to see your guys' feedback on what you think of that box set, because not only was I able to get the re-release box set, out of nowhere, someone online agreed to sell me the original box set, the one that came out. I think it was in 2014. I might be wrong about the year, uh, but it had these intros uh, to the movies and it had a couple extra special features that the new one uh, doesn't have. So I managed to score both of those. But if you have a chance to get it, get that box set, watch the Conqueror Worm, uh, which is the US version, and then tune in here and you're going to hear, um, you know, my thoughts on it. Uh, and I have, um, I'm sure, quite a few thoughts about it because The Witchfinder General is one of my favorite Vincent Price movies. So we'll get to that very soon, but um, go snag that if you haven't already, uh, because once it's gone, it's gone. And those Vincent Price collections, once they're out of print, man, they go through the roof. So uh, get it while you can. So this weekend, like I mentioned before, um, was the um, drive-in Super Monsterama. Yeah, the September version of it. There's one in April as well called the April Goals Monsterama um, that I'm a big fan of. Uh, a gentleman named George Reese. So shout out to George Reese. Um, he puts these on. Um, they're in Vandergrift, PA at the Riverside Drive-In. And if you're not going to this um, and you live in this area in... Uh, <clears throat> you know, West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland, all around. If you're not going to this, you're missing out on something big. Okay. You're missing out on, on something, uh, really, really cool. 
So please make sure to uh, to rectify that. Go check this thing out when they do it. So this year, um, I only got to go Friday night. I'm not going to get into why I couldn't go uh, Saturday night um, right now. But Friday night was really the, the night that I wanted to get to. So Saturday night was a quadruple feature of um, Filipino movies. So it was The Brides of Blood, Mad Doctor of Blood Island, uh, Beasts of Blood, and Terror is a Man. Um... So if you're unfamiliar with these movies, let's let's break down kind of kind of what you get here. Technically, they showed them out of order because Terror is a Man um, is actually the first one in the series. Um, if you've ever watched the documentary uh, Machete Maidens Unleashed about um, about the Filipino exploitation craze, well, these are kind of the movies that started um, that famous Filipino exploitation craze. Um, they were released by you know. Um, international, um, it was Al Adamson's company. Um, I can't remember the name of the company, but they were released by them. They were also um, released by, I think, Hemispheres Pictures, but they were all directed um, by Eddie Romero. Okay, so Eddie Romero, uh, he died back in, I think it was probably 2013 or so, uh, but he was just an absolute uh, monster in the Filipino. Um, uh, film world. And another weird thing that you're going to get a lot of here is a lot of talk about Filipino film. Um, because I, I spent, um, a significant amount of time in Manila, um, for work and just grew to love their culture and their passion for movies. And, uh, you know, their, 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 their film history is really interesting. So I want to talk a little bit about that as we continue in this podcast too. But, um, these movies that they showed, um, it was Brittany's first time watching and it was Jared's first time watching it. If you don't know Brittany and Jared, they're my co-hosts for Proud Me. So we're going to talk about these movies um, over there too. And I, I don't know what they were expecting when we when we got there to watch these. Um, they're fantastic movies. They're a lot of fun. Uh, you'll see warnings on them and stuff. They're like, oh, extreme graphic violence and nudity. There's like six tits and... Um, and some some blood. Uh, it's not even a lot of blood. Uh, so, I mean, I would even venture to say these are pretty family-friendly movies uh, for the most part. Uh, there was a really cool box set released by Severin that had all of them, and I kind of missed the boat on that, so I had to buy the releases separately. Um, and, you know, it, it was fine. I picked those up too, which was really, really cool. Uh, and, and the Blu-ray and the Blu-rays they released, man, the quality is through the roof. I remember the first time I watched those movies, it was, uh, you know, there was this grainy, gross, uh, cop, copy of the movie on like YouTube where I found it. Um, and I, I always discourage people, discourage people, sorry, I don't know what discourage is, discourage people from watching movies on YouTube as much as possible. You know, you want to support filmmakers, but there are some movies that you're just not going to find anywhere but YouTube. Uh, so that's one I'm not afraid to tell you guys, hey, if you can't find them, go check them out on YouTube. But Severin does have, um, I believe, I believe the ones that Severin has available. Let me actually look at it really quick just to be safe. Yeah, the ones they have available on Blu-ray because the box set had all four of these. Uh, but the one, the ones that uh, that they have available individually are 
uh, Terror is a Man, uh, Brides of Blood, and Mad Doctor of Blood Island. Beasts of Blood you'll have to buy separately, but there's a company that makes a DVD uh, of that. I think it's like oldies.com or something like that, and the DVD's not horrible quality, and you can pick it up for like 10 bucks if you look in the right place. Um, as a matter of fact, I bought it for $10 not too long ago. Um, so yeah, that was, it was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, George Reese always puts on a hell of a show there, just a hell of a show and the passion that you run into there. It's, it's fucking infectious, man. These people, they love horror. Okay. Not only do they love horror, but you get to watch these movies in, so the Riverside drive-in, you get to watch them in a, in a drive-in that's like tucked back in this little valley. Right. And there's woods surrounding everything. And, and it has just a vibe to it that, that can't, that can't really be described as anything other than than, than uh, imposing, right? It's got a very imposing vibe. Um, I'll say this, and I was I was telling some of my um, uh, some of my co-hosts, well, my two co-hosts, uh, the other night that uh, we saw Evil Dead there, right? We watched Evil Dead through the uh, the Grindhouse releasing um, tour that they did with Evil Dead. Um, I checked it out there with uh, with Jared and Brittany. Um, it was a double feature of Night of the Living Dead and, and Evil Dead. And watching it at that drive-in, it was raining out and everything. That's one of the first times in a while I've really been freaked out by Evil Dead. And, and that, that just added to it. And I loved it. Um, loved it to death. So, yeah... I can't recommend these these drive-in shows that they do twice a year. Again, the September um, drive-in Monsterama and then the April Ghouls Monsterama. I can't I can't recommend them highly enough. Uh, just so you know what you're getting into, uh, the one in September is normally more like your Hammer horror, your old school. Uh, you know, kind of gothic horror type of stuff. Uh, you'll see some kaiju movies there as well. Um, and then April is generally reserved for, you know, 70s, uh, 80s, and even some 90s horror. Uh, you see a lot of slashers and stuff like that, which which is my personal favorite film genre, um, as it is every every kid who was, uh, who was born in the 80s, I think. Uh, but the slasher genre is probably my favorite genre, and they really pay a lot of respect to it there. Uh, so again, Riverside Drive-In. Um, I know the Mahoning is is an amazing, amazing drive-in, and it gets all the love in the world, and it's totally deserved. The Riverside Drive-In in Vandergrift, PA, also needs to start getting a little bit of that love. Uh, so shout out to Vandergrift, PA. Shout out to the Riverside Drive-In. Shout out to George Reese, and a huge shout out to uh, the September Drive-In Monsterama. Um, I can only go one night. It was fucking amazing, even for just one night. So again, thank you guys for putting that on. Um, with the COVID world we're living in right now, um, it was it was needed. It was very very much needed. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate that. Um, the other thing I wanted to get into while I have everybody here uh, listening to me, I'm, I'm holding you guys captive for a second. I want to talk about some new releases that came out um, and not not new movies, but some new new to Blu-ray stuff. Um, so I don't know if you guys know what Vestron video is back in the day. Vestron was uh, boy on, on Friday night. Uh, if you were going to. If you were going to your local video store to rent something, you were renting something from Vestron. <laughs> you were you were taking a Vestron picture home with you. But they have a really cool uh, series they've been putting out that has some great stuff on it. Um, their their release of Maximum Overdrive just warmed my fucking heart, man. I, I needed that movie in my life again. 
But they recently put out Shivers and Little Monsters. And if you go to your local Walmart, you can probably find these for like 12 bucks a pop. And bang for the buck, these are great releases. Um, I had a chance to sit down and watch Shivers. I haven't watched the Little Monsters version, uh, Vestron Blu-ray version yet. Uh, but I will say that the Shivers version um, is is great. Uh, the picture quality is fantastic. Um, it's got the the beautiful Lynn Lowry in it. Uh, I'll, I'll tune in anytime she's in something. Um, so shout out to her too. I follow her on Twitter and she's she's always super active with the fans. And I just, I love how active she is so shout out to lynn lowry we love you to death if you want to come on this show lynn i would love to talk to you um, about your movies um, i know you're passionate about it so super cool um the extras are next level for a 12 dollars disc uh really really cool and it comes with an amazing like um uh amazingly cool uh, like bright, flashy slipcover that I'm, I'm just a big fan of. Uh, so check that out. And if you're a fan of Little Monsters, I'm, I haven't watched that Blu-ray yet, but I'm, I'm sure that, uh, that it's going to be really, really good. I'm sure it's going to be great, actually. Um, so yeah, there you have it, guys. So check out those releases. As far as new releases go, those are the, the big ones I wanted to, uh, to kind of talk about. Um, I, well, and I already talked about the Vincent Price Collection Volume 1 getting re-released, so check that out. Um, I'll also throw this out there. Um, AGFA uh, has a couple releases coming out soon. If you're not sure what AGFA is, AGFA is the American Genre Film Archive. Um, so right now, they're doing a big drive on their, um, their Facebook page trying to get people to donate um, some money for them. So guys, they're a total nonprofit. They've been working with, um, boy, everybody, honestly. They've been working with Bleeding Skull. They've been working with Something Weird. And now they're partnering with Vinegar Syndrome to put out a ton of their movies uh, with these really cool slip covers. The most recent release was Limbo, which I'll talk about on a later episode. But I think you guys will... Uh, We'll understand how I feel about that movie once we get to it. Um, and they also put out the McPherson tape, which is really cool. And I, I think they just announced two new limited edition slipcover releases. Um, and I, I think one is um, Aunt Martha Does Dreadful Things. And I can't remember off the... Uh, the other one was Scary Stories. Yeah, the one where they... I think the tagline on that one says... Uh, creep show if it were made in baltimore or something like that really cool though really really cool like a, a baltimore public access take on uh like a creep show type of vibe um which is you know always welcome i'll always take that uh so they have two new releases coming out too you can buy those through the vinegar syndrome website and guys i'm not being paid to say this this is this is what i this is what i watch and this is what i buy um if they want to pay me to say it i'll you can, you can pay me and i'll say it uh but you you absolutely don't have to um <laughs> you don't have to i would like it i would like it um especially if anyone ever tunes in and actually likes this show that would be kind of fun um so yeah as far as new releases go uh check out that vincent price collection um check out uh, those two new Vestron releases, I highly recommend those. And then go pre-order uh, those AGFA releases through Vinegar Syndrome. They are fucking awesome, man. Like, every time they come out, uh, it, it's just a cause for celebration. I'm a big fan of Vinegar Syndrome and what they're doing right now. And uh, and Severin Films, too, because I mentioned them earlier. And then the Vincent Price Collection is Scream Factory. And, you know, what they do is awesome, too. So, what else have I been watching that I wanted to get to? 
too. Let me look at my notes really quick. Sorry. Sorry, I know that's not... Uh, <laughs> that's not that's not uh that's frowned upon right in podcasting fuck it you listen to proud me you know what to expect here oh yeah the other thing i wanted to get to okay so they released a um they released recently and again this is this is news in in the cheap world like where you can actually get um a, like really good bang for your buck they released a triple feature uh a triple rob zombie feature disc um that has a house of a thousand corpses um it has um oh my gosh house of a thousand corpses um so then it has the sequel to that which is um oh my god why am i drawing a blank on the name of these movies right now um that's absolutely crazy because i've watched them uh, the devil's rejects wow okay so house of a thousand corpses devil's rejects and three from hell um are the three movies on the disc um, i've only gotten a chance to sit down and watch one of them so far which was house of a thousand corpses and i'm gonna say this um for 12 or 30 it's 12 or 13 dollars is all it is um it's not very expensive it's pretty cheap um you can pick it up right through walmart and i think you even get like a five dollar voodoo credit so if you're one of those people that likes having a digital movie collection like I do, um, you get a $5 uh, voodoo credit as well, which is absolutely fucking awesome. Because uh, if you wait until there's a sell or something on voodoo, you can actually get some really good deals for five bucks. They do like these 99 cent sells on there. Um, but very cool. So you're getting your money's worth there. Um, but what I'm going to say is this, if you're a Rob Zombie fan and sorry if this alienates anyone again, I am a Rob Zombie fan. I, I like how he, uh, I, I like how he sets his movies in, in rural areas. I think it's really cool that almost every movie you can point to that he's made, um, has that Texas Chainsaw Massacre type of vibe, has that Halloweenish vibe, uh, where it takes place in, um, you know, not even necessarily the suburbs, but just in, in true rural America. Um, and sometimes the, the rural Americans aren't the bad guys, which, uh, you know, get that, uh, pretty cool right uh so sometimes they're not even the bad guys sometimes they're the good guys uh which is which is really interesting to me and something i'll talk a lot more about on this podcast uh going back to the to the uh the joe bob briggs um how rednecks saved hollywood if you've ever watched that show before you'll understand what i'm saying right now but sometimes the rural americans are the good guys um in his movies which is uh, which is really cool so Sorry about that. I, I digress. I'm, I'm going to go back. Um, I finally got a chance to rewatch um, House of a Thousand Corpses. This is the first time I've watched House of a Thousand Corpses in probably, boy, I'm going to say eight years or so since I've watched House of a Thousand Corpses. And I was watching it on a very old DVD copy, probably a DVD that was released, I'm, I'm going to guess 2006 or 2007. And the picture quality on that is just not great. And for a while, I thought that maybe Maybe just the picture quality of, of the film was not good because uh, everybody knows that that movie was uh, it's Rob Zombie's first movie. It's an uneven movie from start to finish. The writing is not exactly strong. The acting is definitely not strong. Uh, the direction is kind of all over the map, but you can tell where he was going with it. Um, 
but I always thought, man, he, they just didn't know what they were doing, so the, the picture quality must just be bad on it. Well, this new Blu-ray completely proves me wrong. Uh, the picture quality is, is beautiful. Uh, it's really, really nice. So I, I would highly recommend that set if you're, a, uh, if you're a fan of Rob Zombie, and if you don't have them on Blu-ray already, at 13 I think it's $12.90 at Walmart. For, so for $13, you're getting... Um, a hell of a deal. Uh, and so far, I'm, I'm really digging that set. Uh, so I would also recommend that. So I uh, gave you a little feedback on, on what I think a house of a thousand corpses like, you know, like everybody else. Uh, you know, n nothing new there. Um, but other than that, guys, I don't have anything else that I really wanted to talk about. Again, this is just more of an intro episode to try to get you guys uh, to dip your feet in the water a little bit. Um, but before I go, there is a story going around that I want to jump on um, kind of right away. And I want to talk about for a moment. Um, so remember how I told you guys that this is not just going to be about um, horror, right? Which that, that is going to be the main focus of this podcast. Podcast, but we're also going to talk about um, country music, right? We're going to talk about country music and how uh, and how country music and horror can kind of intertwine. Um, I, I want the horror community to to warm up to. I want the horror community to warm up to country music, and I want the country music community to warm up to horror. Um, I, I think, to me, they should be like chocolate and peanut butter, and I'm going to prove it to you as we continue. But what I want to do right now is I want to talk a little bit about um, Tyler Childers and something that happened recently. Um that definitely needs to be talked about. Um, and I'm, I also can't make a podcast in the time we're living in now and not say something about this. Um, so Tyler recently put out um, a new album. He dropped it absolutely out of nowhere. Um, I mean, it, it, when I say it came out of nowhere, I mean like nobody expected this uh, to come out. Um, but it's called, let me get the name here, because I, I've listened to it all the way through. Uh, one time already, and it's more of an instrumental, so it's called uh, Long History of Violence. Uh, or sorry, Long Violent History. There we go. Long Violent History. Um, and it's mostly instrumental. Uh, when you listen to it, it's, it's mostly... Um, and when I say mostly, I mean like 80% instrumental. Like most of the album, I think there's nine songs on it, and most of them are instrumental. Until you get to the last one. Alright, and the last one... It, the last song is the title track to the album. And when I heard it the first time, I had not yet, I did not, I didn't know that he had put out a message with it. So he'd put out about a seven minute video that he kind of wanted people to watch before they got to the, uh, the song, uh, or the album. And, uh, boy, it was, it was an emotional moment. It was, it was a hard hard message to listen to but after hearing the song when i heard the song i knew immediately what it was about and there's a line in the song that says you know if they dragged boys off this mountain in handcuffs and lined them up on the street how long would it be before we as a people were up in arms and what he's saying is how long would it take having white rural men and boys pulled off a mountain one by one by the police and put in handcuffs and laid on the ground before we would do something about it. 
And if that if that doesn't give you a minute to to if that doesn't make you pause, then then something's wrong. Something's wrong. If that doesn't give you a minute of not not clarity, but just a minute a minute of just of reflection, there's a problem, right? There's a there's a big problem. And um, yeah, I, I know this is the first episode. I know this is heavy for for one episode for an episode one, but I want to talk about that for just a minute. And I, I want to recommend that you guys go out and you find um, Tyler's uh, new album and you find his message and you take a listen to that and you listen to this album. Um, so if you don't know who Tyler Childers is, um, he's a country music artist. He's out of Eastern Kentucky, right, right along the West Virginia border. Um, and he grew up near where I grew up, like kind of in the same, the same area that I grew up in. Um, and I grew up, uh, right in the shadow of a place called Blair Mountain. Um, if you've never heard of Blair Mountain, you might want to go look it up. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, but you can read a, a whole lot more about it online. Um, so in, in 1921, there was a battle on Blair Mountain and it was miners who were attempting to unionize the Southern coal fields and, uh, and they were fighting, um, basically the police, the state police, and they called in the national guard and they had a full blown battle on this mountain. Um, and I, I literally grew up right in the shadow of that mountain. I, I could look out every day and, and, and look in that direction and, and pretty much see that mountain. Uh, and my uncle, uh, Kenny, uh, shout out to him. Love you, Uncle Kenny. Uh, he all he always took me out on that mountain. And I grew up in a place where, where, you know, there were foxholes all over that mountain. Like you could find where they had dug in and set up machine guns uh, to fight these miners who were trying to unionize. And in his video... Tyler talks about this and he says, Hey, you know, we've had to take up arms as a people before white rural people have had to take up arms before to protect themselves from the police and to protect themselves from the government and to fight for their right to exist. And I don't know where that passion went. And I don't know why we can't look at a group of people and, and say, they need help right now and they deserve to live and they deserve to breathe. Uh, and we need to do everything in our power to help them get that right and keep that right. And that's what this song's about. And that's what his message is about. Um, and growing up right, right near Blair mountain was, was always a point of pride for me because I always looked at it and I always said, you know, this is where people saw something wrong and they tried to fix it. Um, and then eventually they did, they, they didn't successfully unionize right after the battle, but it, it led to the successful unionization of Southern West Virginia, um, and, uh, safety standards to where people could, you know, could, could feasibly have a coal mine job and take care of their family. And they didn't have to be paid in, uh, in company money like they did back then. Um, you know, it, so growing up near that place always gave me a, uh, a strong sense of when something's wrong, you have to, you have to take care of it. And right now, rural America, they don't look so good uh, on the national stage because a lot of people are not supporting, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, and they're not supporting, um, 
police reform and, and, and things like that. And, and it's time that we do. It's time that we, we come out as a people and we say, hey, we've, we've been there before and we know um, what it's like and, and we're here to help you guys. Because, you know, I don't know if you are aware or not, but Appalachia still has a stigma around it. It still has this, this air of mystery to some people. And what's really crazy to me is, is the air of mystery around it. Um, you know, it, it comes from uh, it comes from things that happened a hundred years ago. So we're coming up on the 100 year anniversary of Blair Mountain. And if you guys go back and, and look up uh, headlines from New York City in the middle of that battle, uh, you know, they painted they painted those miners who were marching for their right to, to live um, as, you know, a horde of uh, incestuous monsters who were, you know, going to rape you and kill you. And, and does that does that sound familiar to you guys? Because because we were there before, you know, we've been there before. And 100 years ago, we were still there. And, and, and right now there's another group of people that needs help. And it's, it's time that, that we help them. So go listen to that album. That's my recommendation for this episode is, um, long violent history, um, by Tyler Schiller. I think that's the name of the album as well. I know that's the name of the song, I believe, but I think it's the name of the album too. You can find it on Spotify. If you just type in, um, yeah, it's long violent history. Um, if you just type in Tyler Childers on Spotify, it comes right up. I recommend going and buying it directly from him. Um, you can buy a digital format of it. And I, I think they said there's going to be an album drop uh, later on. But guys, I highly recommend it, uh, especially for an instrumental, um, you know, bluegrass-ish kind of country uh, with uh, a real, real powerful message uh, to boot. So yeah, go check out that album and, you know, do a little soul searching. And if you just listen to this and you're like, holy fuck, I can't handle any more of this, that's fine. You don't have to tune in and listen. It's going to be a lot of rambling like this. It's going to be a lot of... Um, it's going to be a lot of, uh, of my, my thoughts and me putting my thoughts together. So if you ever listen to this and you want to come on and, and make a comment or something like that, give me a heads up. I'll throw you on the show and we'll, and we'll talk about something. Maybe you listen to me say something. You're like, dude, you're totally fucking wrong on that. Uh, call me out. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong and we'll, uh, and we'll work on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, that's everything I wanted to get out today. So this has been uh, a very uneven episode one, but I wanted to get something recorded and I woke up this morning. I actually, I have some stuff out on my smoker right now. I woke up at six in the morning. I'm, I'm on vacation this week. And I, I said to myself, now's the time to sit down and, uh, and record this, um, because I'm going to have a lot more to talk about very, very soon. So uh, just to kind of recap everything we talked about, uh, went to the September Drive-In Monsterama in Vandergrift, PA. Uh, please support the Riverside Drive-In and everything they do. Um, it's always a great show. We want to keep them in business as much as possible. You can pre-order tickets for everything through their website, by the way. Um, as far as new releases I've picked up, I grabbed the Vincent Price Collection 1. Um, I picked up the new Vestron releases of Shivers and Little monsters and i have my pre-order in for the new agfa releases and i recommend that you guys do the same um so that's everything i wanted to talk about today um I'm, oh and the rob zombie collection sorry rob zombie collection that's a walmart for dirt cheap uh i would go pick that up too if i were you um so other than that go listen to tyler childers go listen to that new album and drop me a comment on twitter um send me a message on twitter and tell me what you think if you listen to this and and, and you're offended by anything uh fuck it 
I, I just don't care. Um, you know, I, it's, it's time that we start having that conversation. And as an Appalachian American, as someone living in this area of the country, um, it's, it's time that we start speaking up and it's time that we start, um, that we start supporting one another. Uh, so, you know, if it takes this, so imagine, because if you go watch the video that Tyler put out, he makes a real good point, guys. Uh, Brianna Taylor, she was an Appalachian girl. She was a Kentuckian, all right? She was from right here. And if that's what you need to care about somebody, I'm not going to judge you or anything like that. But think about that, all right? Think about that for a minute. She was one of us. She was one of us. It doesn't doesn't matter what color her skin was. So sorry if this offends you. <laughs> also not sorry if this offends you. Um, tune in and we'll get to a lot more horror very soon. But for a first episode, I think I could have done worse. All right. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Check us out on Spotify. All that good stuff. Um, I'm going to see if I can find some, uh, some fiddle music to play you out with. So guys, have a wonderful rest of your day. And uh, hit me up on Twitter. Um, you know and ask me if you have any questions or anything like that and i'll i'll consider putting up a facebook page too if you think it's needed all right guys 